Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and Their Multicultural Mess. Thank you very much for joining me today. Um, we are still Friday evening and I'm going to continue the episode that I started before. Uh, and I'm going to talk about something that the Congress has uh, really um, misrepresented um, and misused. And so I'm going to put back in, in order in the shape that it should be in. And we are going to talk about Hindustan, Hindutva, and hopefully the Aryan invasion, or the myth of the Aryan invasion. So Hindustan, Hindutva, and the myth of the Aryan um, invasion. And let's get down right to it. So to understand the above title, you have to understand the history of the Indian subcontinent. The ancient name of the land was Bharata, or Bharatvarsh. The first part of this word Bharat is still used today. In Hindi, one of the main official languages of our land, our name is Bharat. That is the real name of what we call India. So India has two names, one English and one a traditional Vedic name. And that Vedic name is, is called Bharat. And that is the word that's in our Indian um, national anthem. There's no India, but there is Bharat. Jana Gana Mana Adinayaka Jaya He Bharata Bhagya. So there's no um, India in our national anthem. It was a word given to us by the British. Uh, we don't really use it in India unless we're speaking in English, but mostly we'll use the word Bharat. And that's why you see Bharatiya Janta Pati. So Bharatiya means of people of Bharat. In Hindi, one of the main official, sorry, this word Bharat is imprinted on our Indian passports and, and Indian official documents. So Bharata is a Sanskrit word. Bha signifies a balanced feeling uh, or magnetic resonance. So uh, magnetic resonance that finds its balance. Okay. Um, Ra comes from the word raga, signifying a mel melodious framework or structure. That means your magnetic resonance is not only balanced, but it's melodious and it's a, um, it has a melodious structure to it. And ta comes from the word tala, signifying rhythmic cycle. So your our magnetic field roams in cycles, in cycles, in currents and waves. And these currents and waves, if you know how to balance this magnetic field, this magnetic vortex that is the Indian subcontinent in a melodious framework or structure, you will come out on the top. So Bharata, magnetic resonance that is balanced, that is melodious, and that signifies the rhythm and cycles of the of the cosmic waves and the currents and the oceans. Um, the Indian subcontinent is a vortex, okay? It's a huge vortex. Bharata signifies the magnetic resonance of a rhythm and cycles. In Hindi, her citizens call her Bharatiya, meaning from Bharat, or which English connotation is Indian. Is Yes. India is the official Latin English name for Bharat. It comes from the Greek word indige and Latin India. The Union of India is known in the Constitutional, the Union 
as in of India is known in the constitution and has one official language that is Hindi. English is used as the official language of administration on passports and judiciary and India officially recognizes 22 regional languages. Now, when the invasion started in 500 BCE, as per knowledge in hand, the invaders called us Hindus or Sindhus. The word, the term comes from the word Sapta Sindhava, commonly called in modern linguistics as Sapta Sindhu. Sapt means seven or set in French. Sapt in Sanskrit. Sindhu means river. Okay, Sapta Sindhu, that means seven rivers. Uh, in a broader sense, Sindhu or Sindh means a body of water. Okay, so not only just water or river, but a body of water. You see, to the north, India is surrounded by water. So you see in the north of India, the land that is today shared by India and Pakistan is a land where seven rivers pass through. Rivers that originate in the Himalayas and flow into the Arabian Sea. They are in the Indus, the ancient Saraswati, the Jhelum, the Chenab, the Ravi, the Bias, the Satlij. Historians debate the name of the rivers, as there are many rivers flowing in this region, with its innumerable tributaries. The Persians and the Greeks were the first uh, in known history uh, to come to the Hindu Kush mountains. They came in contact with people beyond the rivers, um, or beyond the seven rivers, or the Sapta Sindhu one of which was the mighty river Indus, which still exists today. They called the natives Hindus, which then became Sindhus, or those living beyond the body of water. The Arabs, who would later come in 711 AD, could not pronounce the alphabet S, uh, and that Sindh became Hindu. Okay, So when we say the body of water, so India is surrounded by water. So in the north, we have the rivers coming down from the Himalayas. In the, in the west, we have the Arabian Sea. In the south, we have the Bay of Bengal. And in, sorry, in, in the south, we have the Indian Ocean. I apologize. And in the east, we have the Bay of Bengal. So we're surrounded by water. And there are many tributaries and water rivers in India. Of course, we've got 1.4 billion today, so it doesn't seem like it. But we definitely got a lot of water. Um, and that water, those bodies of water, is what is called Sindh. Sindh, beyond the bodies of water. Um, thus, the Indian subcontinent is surrounded by water and sea, thereby Sindhu. Water is a very important part of our day of life, but more importantly, water is a good conductor of energy. If we are surrounded by water, it makes the entire subcontinent a high energy field. The Vedas, the ancient scriptures, are also about cosmic energy and our connection to it. To therefore say that the Vedas were bought by foreign invading Aryan invaders is as stupid and ignorant as it gets. Um, water, as mentioned earlier, is a very good conductor of energy. Hence, as per our ancient texts and epics, we are called Mahabharata, 
Maha means great. Bharat means land of rhythms and balanced energy. Melodious rhythms and balanced energy. Rhythms of, of our magnetic field, the great vortex. That's the great land, Mahabharata, as we are surrounded by water. The people of this land are blessed to be by the ability to rejuvenate themselves with water resources. This which will lead to greater ability in using and enhancing our electromagnetic field and our molecular makeup to make to its maximum. Thus producing the best results and the ultimate outcome uh, or as it's said in the ancient world, the, a golden outcome. In ancient times, India was also called Swarnabhumi. Swarna means gold, Bhumi means land. So the land of gold. There was so much of gold in, in India, jewels, diamonds, wealth, that the world came to our doorstep to do commerce, to trade, and the Indian subcontinent was laden with gold. The reason for this was that our ancients were aware of this knowledge of our electromagnetic field and how it works. But when the knowledge left us and we forgot the science, the ignorance and disconnect from our source led to the poverty on the inside, which led to the poverty on the outside. Even today, Indians like gold, a modern day symbol of wealth. Today, however, it's just material without knowledge of the continuity and the synchronicity. Although today we have lost the knowledge, we still unfortunately stick to gold as a material symbol. As we have lost our knowledge over time, ignorance turned to poverty. This change to the turbulence and the conflict it produced took over our lives. Thus, they call us Hindus. The land that they occupied was called Hindustan. The suffix stan is Sanskrit word meaning place. So Hindustan was the land of, of people called Hindus or as we used to call it, Hindustani. It is not Persian in, by a long shot. The Persian empires colonized areas around the Indus Valley civilization, which were Dharmic and absorbed, and absorbed the languages and heritage of the region. The term Hinduism is not a religious term. So there's not, no term of nothing called Hinduism or Hindu religion, nor were the people followers of a religion but the term denoting uh, an in the inhabitants of Hindustan. So there's no religion called Hinduism. So if you say, oh, well, Hinduism, it's like being ignorant. There are no such thing as Hinduism. Hindus are all people, tribes of all different uh, groups and ethnicities and call uh, Hindustani. That means off the land, people who live off the land surrounded by water. Okay, in this great magnetic vortex uh, that forms um, currents and waves of the Indian subcontinent, so Hindustan, Hindustani, um, and there's no such thing as Hinduism or religion of Hinduism. There was no religion and Hinduism did not exist. There was no word Hindus or Hinduism nor Hindustan in any ancient text. It was thus a term coined by the locals to explain this to the subcontinent that to explain the subcontinent to the refugees and invading armies who came uh, all out from areas surrounding, uh, but who did not understand who we were. So this term Hinduism is not more than 2,000 years old. Um, could be a little more, but more likely from this 
this this time. Um, now, the concept of institutionalized religion did not occur. Sometimes Hindu is a term used to denote the wider Indic civilization uh, up till the Far East. The modern concept of Hinduism is collection is a collection of ancient Vedic knowledge, philosophies, history, architecture, archaeology, all culminating into who we are today. It is not an invading culture or force like it's portrayed by some Abrahamic religions, but a great vortex of people of the planet who graced our shores and refugees who came to her for shelter and help. Until Abrahamic colonial empires who converted their feudalism into faith and religion, the people of Hindustan are allergic to the fact that you want to convert a land and its history into religion. So the land is Hindustan. You cannot convert a land into faith and religion. But the Abrahamic empires are so content on doing this. It it just sounds stupid to us. Um, Hinduism doesn't exist. It is a history of a people, a civilization going back 10,000 years and more. Uh, the people of Hindustan, like I said, are allergic to the fact that you want to convert a land and its history into religion. You cannot convert a land into a religious faith, blind or otherwise, to suit your ignorance. Maybe the Abrahamic groups have done it, but Hindustan can't do it. And that's why Hindustan and people, this civilization has existed for 10,000 years. The Abrahamic groups can come and go and they can colonize the, 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 the lands around, but they will be gone at one time. Okay, just as they came, they will also go. But this land called Hindustan and her civilization going back thousands of years called Bharata, Bharata, will remain. And that's why we're allergic to this narcissism or this conflict, the aggression of, of, of Abraham and his, uh, and his colonial empires. And you see, the bulk of the refugees of this planet are, are Abrahamic and not Hindic. They're not Hindic at all. So now that you understand a little bit of, of Hindustan, I'm going to give you the word Hindutva. Now, we've you heard the word Hindutva very well the last seven, eight years, thanks to the BJP being in power, and people are scared. Hindutva, Hindutva. What is Hindutva? Oh, it's about Hindu na fascism, Hindu nationalism. It couldn't be more far from the truth, and, and people who don't understand it have not done their homework, um, and they just fear-mongering because they're ignorant. When you fear-monger, it's only because you are ignorant, nothing else. And they're just showing their ignorance. They have not done the homework. They have not asked the questions. Now, someone who grew up in the Abrahamic faith, I choose to do my homework. I choose to go the other side and find out and not sit here and cry victimhood and fake uh, minorities all my life. Um, I took the, 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 uh, the initiative to go and, and find this out, do my homework, and that's why we are here having this conversation today. So it's very simple. You don't have to get scared. Uh, it is a great word, and I hope it's used all over the planet. Hindutva means comes from two words, Hind and Atwa. Atwa is a Sanskrit word for all that lies in between. Okay, Hind means comes from the word Sindh, 
which means body of water. So the Indian subcontinent is a body of water, thousands and thousands of years, and in, in, it's a vortex where the, the magnetic energy of the land swirls, swirls and controls the currents and the waves and the of the water above the surface. So water is just above the surface, and then the, you have the water table before, but what is controlling the currents? Okay, there's an energy field below that's controlling all of this. So this magnetic energy field that's controlling the currents and controlling the waves of Hindustan, the great vortex that Hindustan is, and Atwa, all that lies in between. So what are the currents that form your waves that have brought you to these shores? How many generations can you go back? What is in between every single packet of data in your DNA? DNA is, uh, a DNA is made up of packets of data, millions and millions of years of packets of data. And every data, every packet of data is, um, is a junction in life, an era, a, a time where whatever you, your ancestors have gone to is recorded in your DNA and you go to the next DNA, next generation. So these packets of data make up your DNA. So what lies in between this DNA how many thousands of generations and civilizations can you go back? How much can you offload? What are the currents that form your waves? That you are looking at yourself in the mirror today, but what has made you up for the thousands of years? The cycle after cycle after cycle. Um, and that understanding the currents, that means all that makes up the packet of data that is registered inside you is called Atwa. All that lies in between. And in between the water, the bodies of water, the magnetic field of Hindustan. So Hindutva, Atva, all that lies in between, and Hind is the body of water. So it is not for only Hindus, it is for everyone. Everyone. Uh, it doesn't matter your label. The problem, the idea is not your label. The idea is to look under the label and and re research, introspect. This is exactly what we're doing now. It's exactly what we are doing for, I've been doing for 30 years and people do for hundreds of years. What each and every one of you who's listening today is doing, you're understanding, you're listening, you're offloading baggage, you're understanding your concepts and the different packets of data and the for the civilizations gone by, uh, history, knowledge, you're debating every time you debate, every time you challenge, every time you introspect, you're offloading uh, baggages, packets of data. And that is called Atwa. Okay, so Hindutva is about understanding every single current that form your ways, the layers and the layers and layers that make you up to who you are. And it's a, something that everyone on the planet should do. You can call it different names depending on what your language is. On the Indian subcontinent, the language is of our ancient Sanskrit, so we use a Sanskrit terminology. Hindutva means Atva all that lies in between the currents that form your waves that have brought you to the to the land of hindustan bharata and it's about understanding um, the different packets of data the layers and the layers that make you up and it is your duty to do that your duty to understand and to offload this baggage and share this knowledge with your neighbors and your friends and go on and on because we are frequencies so every time you do something it'll it'll vibrate on someone else and someone else and the chain continues and slowly we can change and we can offload the baggage the dark past the good points the bad points and that's why 
why the Prime Minister, Indian Prime Minister, the Honorable Narendra Modi, wants to have a Swachh Bharat. Swachh Bharat is not just clean the land of the physical part, it's to clean your minds uh, from all that has been accumulated over thousands of years. Clean it, understand it, offload it, and that is called Atva. All that lies in between the currents and the waves that f have brought us to the shores of Hindustan, Hindutva. And it's a very beautiful word. It is a positive word. It is not a negative word like minorities and majorities. It is not a negative word that the fear-mongering of the left and the socialists do. It is not a negative word that's associated with fascism, negativity, divide and rule of the, of the Indian National Congress and all their allies, of people who are ignorant and choose to do the ignorant, choose to point out at others instead of taking their responsibility. Hindutva is all about you taking your responsibility, you creating that equal opportunity, you passing on that baton to a next generation, offloading the past, understanding the faults, the mistakes, and moving forward and giving a better cleaner and, and more important um, um, prospect and idea of life uh, to the next generation and giving them a, a chance to balance their status quo by giving them the stories and the knowledge of what we did and so that they do not have to start again. They can continue that journey instead of falling and sinking in between the cracks. So if you don't understand, all you got to do is go to the beach. Now go to the beach and you, what, you will, what will you see? You will see waves, currents and waves. Okay? It's important for you to understand that these waves don't stop. What are these waves? They're water. They come to the beach. They, the currents below the ocean surface form, 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 rise up above the currents, above the surface, form these waves, and then the, the waves slowly come ashore. If the waves carry garbage, the garbage will be left on the beach. Some of the water will sink in and some will go back into the ocean. It is your duty to, to offload this garbage that is in your mind, okay, the different packets of data that have got corrupted knowledge uh, that corrupts your system like, corrupt, like corruption of the uh, computer, leave the garbage on the beach and be powerful enough, enough to return into the sea instead of sink into the land. You notice water sinks into the land, some of it, and water goes into the water table. The rest goes back into the sea to form another current and another wave. So you have to be strong enough to go back into the ocean and not sink. But if you got too much of garbage, you will sink. And the duty of you is to, to challenge, to introspect, and to clean the different packets of data by understanding the currents that form your waves. And that, in, in Sanskrit, is called Atwa, Hindutva, the currents that form your waves. It's as simple as that. It's very beautiful. It's very powerful. It is not for one person. It's not only for Hindus. It's not for one. It is for everyone a must that you must do it. You have to introspect. You have to clean up your data, clean up your, like they say, the computer cache and, and empty the cache all the time. That emptying of that cache or the computer to make it compatible to create space so that you can, can get more programs and new programs. That concept of cleaning up is called Atwa, Hindutva on the Indian subcontinent. It is beautiful. It is like spring cleaning. It is positive. It is nothing to be scared of. It is a journey to clean your mind and to leave a better land 
and uh, society for the generations to come. It's not negative, so please do not feel scared about this. Uh, it is a beautiful word, and we thank the Indian Prime Minister and, and the government for putting it forward and you, getting people to use it. But if you've not understood it and you thought this is about in uh, this is about politics this is about ideology this is about uh, us versus them minority versus majority this is about uh, you know um, polarization that's only garbage by the indian national congress and their uh, slave secular mi minority uh, mentality they need you to remain in fear and, and polarized. And so they'll give you all these ideologies to make everything uh, about them and their victimhood and their polarization and their fake Harvard degrees that is um, that, you know, uh, that they they pretend that they have um, and then realize that it, it doesn't exist. These fake Harvard degrees and then they come back and then continue to this, doing the same thing that they've done before, uh, but without without even skipping a beat so you know they, they screwed up once and they expect us to to believe them again and again but you want something positive hindutva is positive now i'm telling you this as someone who grew up as christian okay so if i'm if i went and did my homework if i did um i if i'm not scared i went the other side and tried to find out you can too you have to spread the message and spread the news that whichever way you do it whatever label you use your duty is to introspect your duty is to understand the currents that form your waves um and your duty is to clean the cash clean the, the cash and i say c a c h e okay like just very much like the computer and i hope that you will understand it, you will use it, you will understand the currents that form your waves, and this is exactly what we're doing now. So I hope you have a great time doing it, and um, we'll see you next time, everyone. Uh, next edition, we're going to talk about the myth of the Aryan invasion. Thank you, good night, and have yourself a great day.